Welcome to another exciting episode of the Machine Builders podcast series. I'm Justin Hester, Senior Director of Digital Transformation Group here at PTC, and I'm excited to have with us today Harpak Alma, who is one of the leaders in the Machine Builder Digital Transformation space. Uh, And I'm excited today to have Kevin Roach here to talk about their transformation. Kevin, welcome. Really happy you're here. And we've had time, Kevin, to talk before, and I'm excited for this conversation. Uh, Trust me, this is going to be valuable not only to see success and what success looks like, but also to, to get insight into areas that you at your company can really take for inspiration and and ideas of how you can move forward in driving transformation in your organization as well. Kevin, could you share for the rest of the audience a little bit of of who Harpak Alma really is? Sure thing. So we have a rich history and we were founded by the Halfinger family. In the 70s, we had a business called TW Cutter, which was an OEM machine builder for packaging equipment that ultimately sold to Gia and another company was started called Harpak. That was 25 years ago. 10 years ago, we joined forces with Alma out of Spain, one of the largest machine builders and packaging in the world. So 10 years ago, we created a joint venture, Harpak Alma, and we're now the North American arm of Alma globally. The industry segments we focus on are food, medical, and industrial packaging. Our portfolio is vast, including thermoforming, tray sealing and forming, flow and stretch wrapping, vertical bagging, case packing, and complete automation from product to pallet. Kevin, thank you for that introduction on Harpak Alma. And in the food space and packaging, you know, we all can imagine that there's tons of regulatory and different uh, unique product characteristics that go into that market. Could you highlight some of the key factors and areas that Harpak Alma solutions play into in the industry? Yeah, I sure can. And they're quite different. If you take food, for example, food safety is paramount. And that comes down to sanitary design, making sure that the equipment can be properly cleaned uh, and allowing no bacteria or other issues with cleaning. The harsh environments in a food plant also means that the machines need to literally be able to be washed down. And that requires things like IP69K type sensors. In the end, it's all about yield, the reliability of the equipment, the ease of use, and minimizing downtime to maximize OEE. Medical, on the other hand, has a lot of regulatory requirements, including things like validation, IQ, OQ, and PQ processes that confirm expected equipment results. Product sterility is very important, the ability to sterilize the product and the ability to present the package in, say, an operating room with uh, the proper opening features. So two very different industries with different requirements. Absolutely. But both with safety as the first one. I know it, working with some of our other customers in food, I was amazed in, in uh, coming from the automotive side. You know, what's the one thing that doesn't mix uh, with our machines is water and liquid. And and yet I saw at the end of the shift for the day, they sprayed the entire system down. And I remember going, what are you doing? Oh, no, don't do that. But but it makes a lot of sense. Right. We need to make sure that every nook and cranny of those machines are cleaned. Uh Look, Kevin, you've shared with and PTC has had the great honor of working with you on your transformation. So I know the exciting story and, and why, but but before we jump into it, could you maybe explain this transformation we're about to talk about? What motivated you and your team and Harpak Alma in general to really go down this path of transformation? That's a great question. 
And this is actually our second digital transformation in the packaging world. I mentioned TW Cutter in the 70s uh, was a packaging machine supplier. And it's actually where I cut my teeth and started my career. I was hired to uh, modernize the equipment. And when we talk about digital transformation in the 80s, it was converting relay ladder logic electromechanical controls to whatever the next gen was. And the next gen was computer-based control, PLCs with a supervisory control and data acquisition system, monitoring um, the control systems and creating recipes. We specifically built it to enter the medical industry. The packaging machines at the time were mostly targeted at food and didn't have the critical controls or audit trails required for the regulatory requirements in medical packaging. So we did this once before. 40 years later now, we have the opportunity to do it again, but with a whole different set of tools that have been built, and we're excited to share what that's going to look like. Awesome. So let's jump off from there. Harpac Alma, as we've been alluding to, is really a leader in this space of driving a smart connected machine strategy, especially in industry. Could you maybe unpack a little bit? What is that strategic vision that y'all are using to drive value in the organization? Sure. Let's start with why a smart connected machine is so important. It is literally the very foundation of digital transformation as machines are the birthplace of data needed to succeed. But smart connected is not something any one vendor has influence over. It takes a village. That's important. And it's why we teamed up with Rockwell Automation and PTC. We are simply better together. Both of them makes what we do as an OEM better in a variety of ways. Like any large initiative, it takes time. And we have a four-step strategy for our vision. Number one, replatform our machines using Rockwell controls, components, and software. The benefits include an open architecture for ease of data integration. And the fact that it's commercial off-the-shelf equipment means open competitive pricing and a global supply chain of parts and services. Second, we want to rethink human-machine interaction using AR and leveraging digital twins. Using things like visual work instructions, AI can drive human productivity up 30 to 50%, as well as enable more enriched remote support. Third, we wanna increase access to production data, leveraging those digital twins we create. It's simple, more and better data available when and where needed instills new capabilities entirely. And the fourth stage, we intend to bring predictive analytics, advanced self-diagnostics, and performance benchmarking by leveraging AI and machine learning. What I heard there was a top-to-bottom strategy, right? You were talking about that this smart-connected machine strategy is not just about the software or the new software tools. You were actually talking about, for example, uh, even changing the way that the machines are controlled and sensorized. And, and really thinking that top to bottom strategy. So with that in mind, it sounds like y'all are really reevaluating everything and you're saying, hey, everything's on the table. Everything is being rethought through for a step change. So with that in mind, what does this mean for your customers as you go through this transformation? What is this gonna mean for them in, in how you service and support them going forward as well? It means a couple of things. First of all, because it's a multi-phase strategy, it means that we're gonna deliver incremental value in each one of the steps of the program. More specifically, commercial off-the-shelf and open architecture is very well received by customers. It reduces the cost and time associated with maintenance routines. And most plants are not homogeneous. They have all kinds of 
my competitor's equipment in there. They need the ability to integrate across different systems to truly make their digital transformation real. Two, a platform designed for digital access by advanced applications such as AR has far-reaching implications for customer service, remote FATs, staff training, improving learning curves, ease of service and maintenance, remote service capabilities, even performance tuning. And third, we make the technology easy to consume for our customers. Embedding these kinds of capabilities right into the solution, rather than offering a customer a do-it-yourself toolkit, makes it easier and faster for them to take advantage of them. The value prop behind smart connected machines boils down to helping our customers be more competitive. When we talk about data, and we've talked about on previous episodes, that everything about these strategies has to be about driving value and impact. And so, you know, you've talked about the ability to collect new sources of data and utilize data. How is this data you're collecting valuable for your customers? What is Harpec Alma doing that's really going to drive with this data new, interesting, and, and at the end of the day, PL impacting type changes? I'll use OEE as an example. And this is one of the first software modules that we created on the new platform. OEE is overall equipment effectiveness. It's availability, performance, and quality. Is the machine available to run? Is it running at speed? And is it producing perfect packages? So we've created a module that tracks every stoppage that the machine realizes, whether it's a stop by a human or an automatic stop by a fault. We then collect the frequency of those stops and the duration of those stops, and then issue at the end of a shift machine and line OEE percentages, as well as the top 10 reasons that OEE was lost. This becomes actionable information, and a point of OEE can be worth $100,000 a year. We pride ourselves in low total cost of ownership, but our new OEE module provides a clear way to understand and improve machine and line OEE. Well, that's awesome. And when I look at that, that's phase one and already driving massive amounts of improvement for your customers and, and really showing to them, hey, where are the challenges? What's performing well? What do you need to focus your efforts and improvement on inside your facilities to do better? But uh, with that being step one, where are y'all taking it in step two? We, you're helping your customers understand where the challenges are, where to focus their efforts. Now that they've done that, uh, what's the next step? The next step is uh, step two, which is our AR, standalone AR. And this is really exciting because turnover in our industries can be as high as 60%. So training and outcomes are really important. AR training, troubleshooting, and maintenance assistance is next. We believe, again, we'll drive 30 to 50% productivity while improving the outcomes, the safety of the people, and the life of the assets. I'll give you an example, a dry failure. So let's say you have a dry failure in a line. You can, with a HoloLens or any tablet or phone, walk around the machine using the digital twin and inspect the machine. You see it has a fault, a dry failure. You go over to the electrical cabinet, and instead of opening it up and locking it out and tagging it out, you just look right through the cabinet with the digital twin. And you see that this drive has a failure and it says encode failure. And you're actually getting actual information from the control system telling you what's going on. Then the AR shows the 3D path of the cable from the control panel to the motor so that you know which motor has the fault. And then it brings up the workflow of how to change the encoder. This is going to be amazing. I'll give you another example of how I equate this. If you're a fan of the Matrix, there's a scene where Neo and Trinity are on the roof and they're about to get attacked. There's a helicopter on the roof. Neo says to Trinity, can you fly that thing? She says, not yet. 
downloads an app, and off they go. Instant knowledge with super rich contextual information is going to make a huge difference. So we're working to more specifically understand this and prove this value. So we are currently piloting with three major food companies to capture before and after results so we can determine the real value it delivers. What I like about everything you shared in the strategy, Kevin, is that not a single part of that strategy that you're discussing didn't involve your customers' people. It's really cool when you think about a digital transformation and driving value. A lot of times when we talk about digital transformation, it's all about just the software and the technology. And what I love about the strategy that, that your team is putting in place is that it's underpinned and built upon the technology but it's actually with the organization, the customer, and the customer's team as the first focus, right? So you talked about how can that maintenance individual work more efficiently? How can the improvement teams focus their efforts and where should they focus their efforts? So I, I just want to point that out. I love how your team's doing that, how they're really focusing on the person and the team first and not the technology first. With all that in mind, Kevin, I think the strategy is awesome. It's it's focused on people first, driving value, which is exactly the kind of thing that this industry needs. But we have to talk about the elephant in this virtual room, and it's the reason we're in a virtual room and not a physical room together, the pandemic, COVID-19. How has this affected your industry, your strategy more specifically, and how is it putting urgency behind that strategy? It's a fantastic question, and it's, it's real. It's been a big challenge for everybody. We have more than 60 technical services staff supporting North America. In the beginning of the pandemic, some 80% of customers were not letting techs on site. Uh, they were concerned for safety, of course. That's down to 40% now. But we took advantage of this um, downswing, if you will, in demand, and we took, captured a lot of the expert knowledge in our techs and put it into our smart connected platform. So we were fortunate to have that silver lining. We also had already deployed Vuforia Chalk as a standard offering to our customers about a year ago. So we were already set up for remote service, and that's been more and more adopted. I guess another silver lining is there's always been concerns about connectivity and cybersecurity. The pandemic has forced everybody to really assess the need to have access and to have remote service. And that, I think, will become a thing that becomes much more normal going forward. Kevin, I heard it said by someone else, and I think this uh, analogy applies to Harpac Alma, is that someone said, uh, have already working on a digital transformation strategy before the pandemic kind of feels like being the only corner store who's selling an umbrella. First, it was sunny and, and people are saying, you know, well, yeah, we get the point, but where are we going with this? And all of a sudden, the deluge of rain. And, uh, and you're the only one in town selling umbrellas. It's not a bad position to be in. And of course, it's great, again, how you're focusing on your customers and that, that you're able to respond and, and to their needs there. So how are your customers reacting to this? You talked about that you're piloting this with some customers. What's overall been their reaction to this uh, step change strategy that, that y'all are executing? So they're, they're very excited about the five-year vision, and they can see the real impact and dramatic impact it can have on their operations and P&L. But they're seeing initial value in the first step, which is the replatforming to Rockwell Controls and PTC software. They're already seeing benefits in that with access to open integration, parts, and services. They're realizing great overall equipment effectiveness and low total cost of ownership. 
And they're enjoying the benefits of that open architecture as they integrate and do more work on their digital transformation. They're looking forward to the next deliverables and the pilots will deliver the AR and integration with the real-time information. So we think that each time we do an incremental deliverable, they'll get incremental value. So smart connected machines are great today and already delivering the value I mentioned, but they get better every day that goes by and they look forward to those continuous improvements. So really what you're telling me is that by focusing on driving change, impact and positive value for your customers, that at every stage of your strategy, you're really encouraging them to continue on that journey with you. Is that correct? It is correct. And you, you, you caught this very keenly, which is everything we do, we do it from the customer's perspective. So when we set our R&D roadmap out, we said, what are the check trends and what are the key challenges our customers are facing? Obviously, 60% turnover has massive impact on an organization. We've come up with a method to, to deal with that. They all want digital transformation in their own shop. We've created an open architecture system that they can integrate with our competitors' equipment and all the equipment they have in their facilities. We're really trying to enable their digital transformation with measurable deliverables and value created along the way. And would you say that that value-centered focus, right? You said every step, I want to do something valuable for the customer. You know, a lot of times in this machine builder space, uh, companies are concerned and we hear they say, well, my end customer, I don't know if they're they're wanting to do this. My end customer might uh, uh, have some challenges or they're not quite ready to go on a digital transformation. Would you say this this value at every stage has, has really helped you kind of break through that challenge there? Because what you're doing is, is helping your customers see the benefit every step of the way. And so they take that smaller step with you, see the benefit, and now they're open, as you said, to go to that next step. Um, I was just curious, you know, maybe what you would share uh, to other leaders of machine builders around the world on how all of this ties together to help them work with their customers to start this journey. Well, that's the key, working with your customers. Start from your customer's perspective and really understand their challenges, whatever part of the business you're in, whatever industry you're in. And do start. It's a long journey. It's a lot of work. And make sure that you have a vision and strategy with incremental milestones that deliver incremental value. Don't try to go for the big bang and realize that you're going to make some mistakes. For example, we're benchmarking before and after activities for maintenance and operators so that we can see, does this impact give us the 30 to 50% productivity we expect? We assume we'll be wrong on some things, but we know we're already right on many things. So be willing to take some chances and prove out the value so that you can really uh, deliver that incremental value along your vision. So the reality is in all of this new change, this digital transformation, utilizing new technologies, if I were to sum this entire conversation up, what I'm hearing is it's actually just doing, getting back to the basics and doing what Harpac Alma has always been doing, which is, as you said, listening to the customer. So while the technologies have changed, the, the areas that you can help drive value may have changed. The reality is Harpac Alma's core strategy at the end of the day hasn't changed. In fact, you're doubling down on it, right? That's true. And one of our core values is innovation and customer centricity. So we're taking our customer focus, leveraging our ability to innovate and delivering value for our customers with a roadmap for their own digital transformation. Well, look, Kevin, we're running out of time today. This has been a great conversation. Any final thoughts you'd like to share with the listeners? Any parting words of wisdom that you can provide? I would say get started. 
it's important to have a plan and, and move forward. If you're not moving forward, you've fallen behind. And this is an area of rich opportunity for every company out there. So do get started, partner with the right partners, uh, take a few chances, but make sure you understand the incremental value by benchmarking before and after results. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Look, listen to the customer, get moving, drive results. Great conversation today, Kevin. I appreciate you sharing Harpec Alma's story with us. Hopefully, uh, you have found value and this was worthwhile to you. Please share it with those inside your organization or your peers in the industry if you think they would see value. Kevin, once again, thank you for your time today. We certainly appreciate it. Real pleasure, Justin. Thanks for having us. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are, wherever you're listening. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon on the Machine Builder Podcast Series. Thank you.